Oh shit, I was <laughs> tapping my inner blue meanie right there. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Saturday Night WrestleManiacs. Uh, shotgun, not shotgun, but maybe shotgun, depending on if uh, KG gets on shotgun Saturday night show. This is not going to be a shotgun show tonight, folks. <laughs> You're right, because no, it's not. This is a Bastards Museum Super Anniversary Edition. He's going to be here for a while, ladies and gentlemen, show. So he's already lighting it up because he knows he's the first segment. So you might as well tell us what you're about to partake in, what you're about to drink on, so that way I can hit the button so you can be the man. Well, ladies and gentlemen, tonight I'm partaking in the Black Label uh, Cigar Company Loyalty. And I'm pulled this cigar out for a specific reason tonight because uh, I got beef. Fuck. Shit. Hold on. God damn it. Get <laughs> the whole thing off. Now we got to do that one. Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize. I was I sprung uh, that, I I sprung that on him. He wasn't ex he wasn't expecting that when I sprung it on him. But I do have I don't I don't I have beef, but it's good beef because tonight is the end of an era, an era that I have been having to deal with for most of my life, and now. It's gone. Hemorrhoid? The end of it's, it's it's done. I have never I never have to deal with this again in my life ever. Which is why I pulled out this cigar that was called loyalty. Tonight is the final regular season game for Mike Shashitsky at Duke University. Notice I got my Tar Heel jersey on tonight because we gave him an L on the way out the door, shoved a nice fat capital L up his ass as he decided he wanted to end his career with a win over who? My Tar Heels? Really? And I got another kick in the nuts for you tonight, says son. Pure Kentucky. Because <laughs> they probably whooped your ass this year too, motherfucker. <laughs> so, in all seriousness, the man has a legacy. The man can't be denied. He's had multiple national championships. He's had, I mean, the, the rivalries with him and Dean Smith, him and Royal Williams, him and Coaches from all over the country, you can't deny him. So, I mean, hats off to you. Best of luck in your future endeavors. But as a Tar Heel fan, good riddance, motherfucker. Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize. It slipped <laughs> my mind that uh, last week I had promised 
that he could go full Sam Jackson, and that this would be uh, the Dashes Media special. But amidst all that, there is somebody who you know could get in their feelings if they make a comment and we don't recognize it. So there's KG's comment. You see it now. <laughs> we recognized him. We acknowledged him. We acknowledged him. Yes. God. He while he's ty- while he's typing, he need to be bringing his ass. But anyway. <laughs> Yeah, so we have officially just made the super left-hand turn. So the only way to correct it is through a carefully crafted intro video. And we're back. This guy. This guy. <laughs> hey, man. That wasn't Carol. Uh, Carol, Carol. You know I like that shit. Huh? Oh. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? Still you, you, you were mumbling about something, and then you just, you know, you just went blank. I mean, you having a stroke? What's going on? I'm still, still kind of, you know, thrown aback by how you just popped off like that. <laughs> so, you know, I, I had a cadence in my head of how things were going to go, and you just... Blew it out the water. So congratulations, sir. I'm blown up. Okay. All right, good. <laughs> Keep you on your toes there, brother. Yeah. Oh, wait, Kate. Uh, he said something else. Your time is coming. Don't know what that means because he ain't here. So Right. <laughs> so that's just new being his Your life. time is slipping because we about to get up out of here. You ain't here yet. So That's right. Ten minutes and four seconds. So that's just new being he is the sumo. He's got all the details, talking about everything all around those nice little nooks and crannies of uh, sports entertainment, wrestling, and wrestling. So the floor is yours, sir. Well, as I promised you last week, we are going to go into the t- tournament of tournaments tournament sex segment of my show for today. But uh, we do need to go into, before we get started with that, we do need to go into the pay-per-view that's going on right now with Impact Wrestling. Uh, they're having their sacrifice show right now uh, at 7.30. They did have a pre-show with two matches on it. The first match being um, Lady Frost getting a win over the newly entered Giselle Shaw. And then you had Willie Mack and Rich Swan who got a win over the OGK, which right. I'll be bringing up to y'all later because they're having some bad luck here lately. But uh, going into the main card, you got PCO versus Jonah, which is the former Bronson Reed from NXT. Mm-hmm. You got Rhino going up against the um, newly minted leader of Honor No More, Eddie Edwards, which we'll go which we'll go into at some point. Uh, Trey Miguel will be defending his Impact um, X Division Championship against Jake Something. Uh, the Inspiration. Uh, who was the former um, Iconics from WWF, WWE rather, will be uh, will be going up against the Influence, which is Madison Rain and Tennille Dashwood for the Knockouts Tag Team Championships tonight. Uh, the Good Brothers will be defending the World Tag Team Championships against Violent by Design. Uh, you have Diana Parazu, who has put out another uh, challenge. The open challenge for either one of her belts, the Reina de Reyes title 
or the Ring of Honor Women's Championship. Uh, so we don't know who that's going to be yet, but I'm sure that'll be coming up. Uh, and I'm sure Perry, if he's on tonight, will let us know what's going on with that. Uh, Mike Alex Shelley will be going up against his former uh, student, Jay White, leader of the Bullet Club tonight. Um, in uh, the women's uh, the knockouts uh, heavyweight, the knockouts t- world championship uh, will be defended by Mickey James tonight against Tasha Steeles. And in the main event, Moose will be defending the world championship against Heath, former Heath Slater from the WWE. So um, that card is going on right now. I'm not sure as to how deep the card is. I did get to see the two first, the pre-show matches. And um, they were pretty, the uh, Willie Mack, Rich Swan, and the OGK match was pretty good. Uh, the Giselle, Giselle show have had a pretty good showing. Uh, but Lady Frost did have a very nice showing as well. So those two matches did set a tone for tonight. Now, um, going into the tournaments. Now, we got a lot of tournaments that we're dealing with right now uh, that will be coming up here in the month of March. Not only do we have the uh, not only do we have the NCAA tournament, which is which is the uh, most significant of all of them, most likely, but um, we do have uh, starting in New Japan, we got the New Japan Cup. Now, a lot all of these tournaments have their different niches to them, it's, and it's and it's interesting how they came up with these different niches that they did because I haven't really seen these types of formats or these types of tournaments take place up until now. Um, The one I'll get into is pretty regular, but it upset me in another way. But uh, as far as the New Japan Cup is concerned, you got, you had a field, a starting field of 46 wrestlers, Hmm. okay? Odd number, yes. Usually it may have been 48, might have been 36, but 46 wrestlers in this tournament. Now, you didn't have anybody from outside except for one person who was uh, uh, Sima, excuse me, C-I-M-A, Sima, who has been coming in and out of uh, New Japan here lately over the past few years, but other than that, everybody's pretty much a part of New Japan. You got Young Lions, Junior Heavyweights, Heavyweights, Tag Teams. Uh, all, all the factions are represented, the whole deal. Now, two members of this tournament have already had to knock themselves out. One being Kota Ibushi, who is still dealing with the uh, injury that he had when he faced uh, Kazuchika Okada at the end of the G1 Climax last year. So he's he decided to step out and, and not be involved in this tournament. Also, Hiro, Hiro, Hiroshi Tenzan. Tenzan got, wound up getting hurt last week before the tournament started, so he wound up getting knocked out of the tournament himself. So that gives an automatic buy to Kazuch, to, um, excuse me, to um, Tai Chi, who was going to go up against Tenzan, and he'll face um, – and so, yeah, that gives him an automatic buy all the way to uh, March 14th. Mm. So that pretty much puts him in the quarterfinals for that because of that. 
Now, um, as far as Ibushi is concerned, Ibushi was supposed to face the Great Okan. So now the Great Okan will face Taji Ishimori to move forward to March the 17th for their quarterfinal. Now, you've got Master Wato, Tai Chi, uh, Kazuchika Okada, Kiriyoki Goto, Shima, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Bad Luck Fale, Tetsuya Naito, Gato, Jeff Cobb, Satoshi Kojima, Yoshihashi, and Kose Fujita, who have all made it up to this far because they had eight matches yesterday. Um, as far as uh, the tournament starting, they started. They actually, they actually started on the second. So those those start on the second. Um, they're supposed to be matches today or tomorrow, depending on the time frame for the other side of the bracket. So I'll go into those later. But um, it's just interesting how they decided to go with because what because the, what they wound up doing is they wound up having a first round. But then that first round went to a secondary round, first round. So the winner of the first two, like, okay, so I'll give you the example. Kazuchika Okada, who was supposed to wrestle on the first, again, who is tradition that on the anniversary show, which happened on the first, that the world, the world heavyweight champion and the junior heavyweight champion usually wrestle each other. Not necessarily for a title, could be, it has happened, but in this case, it wasn't supposed to be, it was supposed to be like an exhibition match. Okay. That did not happen because they were wrestling each other in the first round of the tournament. Now, the winner, who wound up being a Kazuchika Okada, they didn't move forward in the tournament necessarily because they have a bracket under that, connected to that, where he has to wrestle Master Wato to get to the quarterfinal. So it's like a, it's like three people. It looks like the way the bracket looks, it looks like three people in the first round. Okay. And the first two wrestle to get to the third. And once you get past the third one, so it's two matches you got to get to to get to the quarterfinal. Okay. So it's, it's just... It, and I guess they had to do it because of the number, the way they did it, the way right. they the number, the number of people they had in there. So I mean, it's just it's just weird how they did it. This first time I've seen this ever. So um, again, you uh, the the winner of this will get their shot at any single championship. So that's the world championship, the United States championship, the never open weight championship. Or the now the um, because they're included the junior heavyweight championship. Wow! So you got that. So that's that that started up uh, again. Like I said, um, according to their date, they're going to have eight more matches on the sixth, the sixth, the seventh, and the fifteenth. Okay. So that's where. Um, so that's why the uh, those are the quarterfinal matches. So. Uh, so we're looking forward to those matches, and I'll keep you up to date on how these go as they go along. Now to the Crockett Cup. Uh-oh. NWA. New tournament. Now, I, I have 
I talked about this last week, how my I was very upset about how um, Billy Corrigan went about trying to push this thing and trying to, oh, we got so many people, hundreds of teams from around the world that want to get involved in this match, in this uh, tournament. Okay. I'm going to break down these, this bracket, these brackets. Okay. First round. Your World Heavyweight Tag Team Championships champions, Mega Wolf and Bestia 666, La Rebellion, in the first round will be going up against the winner of a four-way tag team match. What? To be determined. Now, the 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 uh, interest in this match is. Violence is Forever, which is Dominic Garini and Kevin Koo, who are former members of Team Filthy in MLW with Tom Lawler. You got the Bad News Boys, Brandon and Brent Tate, who were the former boys for Dalton Castle in Ring of Honor. So when Dalton Castle first came in, he had the boys with him with the masks and the feather and the feather fans and everything doing the thing. He won the six man tag team championships with him. They wound up breaking off and going off on their own as as a tag team. And they've been doing pretty well in the independence, winning some championships. And so they're going to be part of that four way um, match to determine that uh, 16 spot. Then you got the Rip City Shooters, Joshua Bishop and Wes Barkley, and the Heat Seekers, Elliot Russell and Sigmund. I'm not sure about those two. I tried to look up some things about them and couldn't really find anything about them. So uh, uh, we'll maybe I'll be able to find something about them as, as the tournament goes along. Okay, uh, next bracket, you got the end, Odinson and Perro versus Hawks, Airy, Luke and PJ Hawks. You got Strictly Business, Chris Adonis and versus and uh, Tom Latimer versus Gold Rush, which is the tag team that's under Austin Idol uh, with um, Tyrus, who is uh, Jordan Clearwater and Marche Rocket. Okay. You have the Ill Begotten, which is a four-man faction, but they're using the Freebird rules to figure out who's gonna who's gonna win, who's gonna who's gonna go into this match. Most likely, it will be Alex Taylor and Rush Freeman because they're already the established tag team within that group. And they're going to go up against Doug Williams, who was supposed to be in this tournament with Nick Aldis. But Nick Aldis has gotten himself a title shot against the newly crowned Matt Cardona for the World Heavyweight Championship. So they were saying, uh, well, we don't want to deprive Doug from being in this tournament. So we're going to let him pick his own partner. And he's made his choice of Harry Smith, a.k.a. British Bulldog Jr. or Davy Boy Smith Jr., however you want to call him. So he's he's back in the wrestling business now. So good to see him back. Uh, you got the Cardonas, and I'm not talking about Matt and Chelsea. I'm talking about Mike Knox and VSK. 
Okay. Now, these are two guys that have been hanging around him in the NWA. VSK, if you watch Impact, was part of the learning tree with uh, Brian Myers. And then uh, and Matt, Mike Knox has, came in with Matt Cardona into the NWA. He's kind of like his heater. So uh, they, so they, they're tagging together to go up against the Pope and Mims. So, uh, who's Mims being on, like, uh, you get a chance to see uh, uh, the Pope the other day did a his take, in my opinion, of the, the hard times promo? No, I haven't seen that, but I mean, he's have his you, whole have you seen some buzz on it. I've seen something, I saw something, I saw a tweet where he was talking about it's no longer midnight, like he was coming back here soon because he's coming back from an injury, yeah. So, um but his whole his whole gimmick is so dusty. I mean, to yeah, me, I, 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 was, I was curious to see if you had uh had yeah. His, I mean, because, ever since I mean, it's always he's always been dusty centric when it comes to his gimmick. Well, he was doing dusty, but it's really over the top now that he's yeah. in the NWA. I mean, it's like, I mean, it's 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 he's well, just doing I mean, dusty imitation. Pretty much, probably can't be too mad at him because you turn right around and you've got uh. Jay Lethal being the Macho Man, literally. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, form of flattery, but I was just curious when when you uh, brought him up because I was sitting there, I was like, "Wow, this is some extra dusty." And then he was just going into yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that that that's him. That's him every show with, yeah. with the NWA. Yeah, but I do. So, I do um, also enjoy the um, the old Impact uh, on TNA Pope as well. I thought he had some great promos there. Um, he was at I, to me, it seemed like he was trying to channel his inner rock, you know, with the third personisms and stuff like that. But you know. well, that's my whole thing with well, that's my whole thing with him. I mean, he's never really had a character of his own, he's always been mimicking someone else. But it's weird so, though, because he has a character which is the Pope, but then the Pope is, is like other people. It's kind right. of it's almost like that's what I'm saying. He's a mimic, like a split personality, but it's to say you're looking at the Pope the entire time. Right. He's a he's a character. Of he's a character. A character. He's a he's he's mimicking someone else in his character. His his gimmick. So I mean, uh, more power to him. He's he's yeah. just getting him over, you know. But uh, okay. So in the in, also in the first round, you got Aaron Stevens and J.R. Kratos, who are the former. NWA World Tag Team Champions going up against the Dirty Sexy Boys, mm. which is JTG, formerly of Crime Time, mm -hmm. and Dirty Dango, who was formerly Fandango in the yeah. WWE. So they've been tagging here for a while. And then um, you have the Briscoe Brothers, who are going up against a mystery tag team. So they haven't named who that tag team is going to be. There's a lot of speculation as to who it could be, but nobody's really saying, especially with this uh, act, this new acquisition that we'll talk about a little later, but uh, we'll see what happens. Now, there was one match that happened on television, which was a first-round match, the Fixers, Wrecking Ball Nagurski and Jay Bradley wound up beating OGK. Hmm. Like I said, OGK has been having some pretty bad luck here lately as far as, you know, was going, winning matches. So they've been taken out of the tournament. They've been taken out of the tournament, and now they're on to the 
uh, to the quarterfinal, which will be on night two of the Crockett Cup. So on night one of the Cup, you got all of those matches that I mentioned, along with the four-way match for the, uh, the, six, for the 16th um, spot and the NWA World Heavyweight Championship with Matt Cardona versus Nick Aldis. Special guest referee, Jeff Jarrett. Oh, God, slapping at himself. Now, apparently, now that Cardona has won this belt, he's, taught, he's, he's making a whole lot of demands, and he wanted an impartial referee for this match. So they brought in Jeff Jarrett for him. Now, Matt Cardona and Jeff Jarrett have been making some appearances lately in another organization, mm-hmm. not necessarily together, but, you know, We'll just have we'll have to see if any cahoots go along going on. Now, in the in the on night number two, you got the finals of the um, World Junior Heavyweight Championship situation. Uh, they've had a bunch of qualifying matches for a four way dance. So you have Austin Aries, Homicide, Kobe Carino, and Darius Lockhart, which. I'm sure Perry's popping over Darius because that's one of his guys. So they'll be in a four-way match to determine who'll be the first in a long time World Junior Heavyweight Champion for the NWA. You also have the Women's World Championship three-way with uh, Camille, and which it, 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 it just turned into a three-way because this is another thing that Matt Cardona came up with. Uh, he wanted his wife to be involved in this match. So it was originally supposed to be Camille versus Kylie Ray, and Mark Cardona wanted to take Kylie Ray out and replace her with uh, Chelsea, but they made it a three-way. So you got those three going up, going together for the uh, women's championship. For the NWA World Championship, you got Tyrus defending the title against a, little, a, a throwback for some of y'all, Rodney Mack. Really. Rodney Mack being from the WWE, formerly managed by, um, what by he um, like? oh, he looks pretty good. I mean, for his age, and you know, he he's he's looking pretty good. Has he, has he put on muscle or is he leaned out? Because he's know, leaned out. He's leaned really? out. It's almost it's almost like it's almost like um, Kurt Angle when he went to uh, Impact. Okay, you know, he, he he leaned out like that. So I mean, he's looking pretty good. Like, uh, he like is the husband the of Jazz. So um. But yeah, but he's looking good. He's been in some. He's been on some television here recently in good. some matches and whatnot. He's looking pretty good. So can we get Teddy Long? Can we get Teddy? Yeah. Maybe mean, you never know. You I never know. And the, and the, it's the, gonna the, the, it's gonna be in it's gonna be in Nashville. So I mean, right. Nashville ain't that far of a ride from Atlanta. So we'll see. Yeah, Roddy Mack and, um, situation is uh is unique because I think he's the only one. Um. And all the theme songs that have been done, that the theme song was he's you know he was gone, but it was immediately used by the uh, the manager. That became his thing. I was right. I mean, Teddy Long until he retired. Right, Magnilson was Rodney Max theme song. Yeah. Right. Everybody else they tweaked it, or you know it comes back later, and we, you know we know about. Well, I mean, it wasn't for a manager, but you know somebody called my mama did go through a few hands. Well, but it changed a couple times too, and stuff like that. Teddy literally had the same song. 
One week we see him coming out with Rodney Mack. Holla, holla, this is my player. Next thing you know, holla, holla, player, this is my theme song. It was like, wait a minute. <laughs> you still got the same man theme song. Thankfully, I like it. But Well, you know. no, wait, wait, wait. I just thought of one. I just thought of one. Ooh. Triple H's original song. Stephanie started using it. Yeah, yeah, true that. Or did well, I mean, but it's Stephanie though, so she owned it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like it's mine. I loan it to you. I'm a McMahon. Baby. Well, the last the last title match for night two will be the for the national heavyweight championship, which will be Jack Danes going for the Jack Dane, the the former. I mean, I guess I don't know what you would call him because he's held every he's held every title in the NWA uh, at a, at one point. Uh, so it wouldn't be like a grand. I guess it'd be a Grand Slam championship if you want to call it that. But um, he'll be going up against the new national champion who who lost his belt at the last pay per view. Took it from um, took it from uh, Adonis. And that would be Anthony Mayweather, mm. who, I, who I've said in the past is the, now is the former Crimson from right. the TNA. So uh, he's the new national heavyweight champion and will be defending that title. Now, on night two, you will have your quarterfinals, semifinals, and the final for the Crockett Cup. Mm. So these are going to be some long, long, um, long, um, pay-per-views oh yeah so whoever comes out of the Crockett cup will be the number one contender for the world for the world tag team championships apparently if the current champions end up winning they will get to choose who they want to defend against now they're still talking about trying to take those belts back over to mexico and speaking of mexico we can go on over to the triple a where they're going to have a very interesting tournament but Another it's going to be, yes, a very, yeah, very interesting tournament that they're going to have. But I want to go ahead and, and since I was bringing up um, AAA, I wanted to bring up the fact that they are going to, they're celebrating their 30th anniversary this year. So usually their big show is their Triple Mania show, which right. they usually have sometime like uh, toward the fall. This year, they're going to have three triple mania shows they're going to have one in monterey mexico on april 30th tijuana on june 18th and mexico city on october 15th wow now these shows will be including this tournament that i'm speaking of and the i'm trying to find the name of the tournament the name of the, uh i'm not sure what if they if they named the tournament but here's, here's the situation. They have eight wrestlers. Ultimo Dragon, Blue Demon Jr., Psycho Clown, Pentagon Jr., who is um, El Sierra Romero. Right. L.A. Park, Viano Number 4, Kinect, and Rayo de Jalisco Jr. All of these, as you can tell, if you're familiar, are masked wrestlers. The tournament will determine who loses their masks. What? So it's a loser lead, a loser moves forward match tournament. 
Four, four matches to start off. Whoever loses the match moves forward. The, lose, the winner is out of the tournament until it gets down to the final two that will take and that and that final will take place in Mexico City on October 15th. Those two will wrestle, and the loser of that match will lose his mask. Mm. First time I've heard about a tournament like this. Yeah. First time. So that, that will make that's what makes this one interesting to me out of all the tournaments that I'm hearing about it now. Because the this this is to lose your, I mean, you know, you, you're wrestling fans, you know. Right. To lose your mask yeah. is to lose everything. Shoot. People you know? pissed off when uh, 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 Bischoff made uh, Mysterio lose his mask. Exactly, you know. I mean, you had Psychosis who lost his mask. I just found out recently that lost that um, they put they put a, they put the Psychosis mask on somebody else. So there is a psychosis that's actually wrestling right now. Well, not that's the not guy. the psychosis that was wrestling in ECW wow. and WCW. That, so that, yeah, that pisses me off. Then because a couple times I stopped uh, while I was scrolling through Pluto TV and I'm like, oh snap, psychosis! My boy's on the chairman of WCW, and now I'm mad that that wasn't him. No, that's not him. That's not the, the current psychosis right now. Is not it, the the wow. one that you know of. Is, is still wrestling without a mask. As but there is a mass psychosis in AAA because they own they own the trademark. Right. So just like because just like they got another uh, sexy star. Remember sexy star got into mm -hmm. all that situation with the intentional breaking of the girl's arm and right. all that stuff that she got into. They took the mask off of her and put it on somebody else. Mm -hmm. So now there's another sexy star. Well, please tell so, me. Yeah, they, La Parker. No, 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 no. The they actually two. There were actually two Laparkas. Laparka, the original Laparka, it lost a match to what became Laparka in AAA. Really? Okay. The original Laparka is now L.A. Park. Ah, okay. His replacement, Laparka. Is now is now passed away. He's oh, really? dead now. He Where he died about two years ago. Is the replacement the one that was in WCW? Or was it LA Park? No, that was the original LA Park. Okay, that was the original La Parka, but he goes by LA Park now because he couldn't use the LA Park name. Right. So there's La Parka, which is the original, and then there's LA Park. Who is the original but can't use the La Parca name because he lost the rights to the name in a match? Those deals, I tell you. Yeah. Those deals. So I'm, I'm going to keep up with a lot of this stuff for y'all. Uh, as far as the tournament is concerned, uh, you got Pentagon Jr., Who's pretty? Who's fairly new, but he's 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 uh, El Cielo Metal, who everybody knows right now. His brother's Phoenix. He's in AEW. You know, he's got he's got a lot going on, but to lose that mask, I think he'll he'll advance down, but I doubt he's going to lose the mask because that throws off AEW and the new uh, uh, him going back to his roots, taking the mask off, him showing up with him losing the mask, but then going to put the mask back on is. 
that that's not tradition. That's gonna throw things out of whack. So I think he'll no, 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 no. If he loses the mask, it, it, it's done. I mean, he may he may drop. Well, no, I'm not saying he's gonna drop out of existence or anything. I'm just saying, no, you know, no, no, no. Usually, he may lose usually the legacy. The legacy is is that you know. They lose, they lose their legacy or whatever. But I'm saying, I said that to say that even though he has a lot going on right now, his losing a mask or maybe uh, or maybe Psycho Clown. Psycho Clown is like Triple A's John Cena right now. Mm. So, you know, he's, he's he's the most popular wrestler in Triple A right now. So, but between those two, okay. But an Ultimo Dragon, or a Blue Demon Junior. Has an ultimate LA Park without his mask before though? Who? Ultimo Dragon. I, I don't recall Ultimo Dragon ever being without I mean, I his mask. His so maybe somebody ripped the mask and you got somebody ripped the mask off face. of him or something, but I've never I mean, known him to wrestle without the mask. It was a long time ago, but you know, it wasn't WCW though. It was somewhere else, and you know, they ripped his mask and you saw part of his face. I was like, oh snap, what are you doing to my boy? But yeah, there's some there's some significant names in here that could make some that could you know as far as legacies are concerned, uh, that could, this could be a significant tournament. So right. uh, I'll keep you everybody abreast as to what's going on with what, with all these tournaments as uh, my segments continue. But uh, that's pretty much it. Um, any other questions you got for me, or has someone approached already or, or, or chimed in? I've been popping a post up uh, uh, up there, but somebody told me that there's a, a, a 2.0 edition. A 2.0 of, of that's so Nubian? That's what I heard. Okay. So and what would that be about? I don't know. According to the ticker, it's the AEW cross ROH. Oh, okay. You may have some skinny on that, dog. You got some skin in the game on that one? Well, if anybody was watching this week, you had Tony Khan, who came out on Wednesday night and finally made this announcement that he's been teasing for like the past two or three weeks. And the announcement is, is that he has now acquired Ring of Honor. And not only has he just acquired Ring of Honor, he's acquired the whole kid in Kaboom, the library, the intellectual property, everything. Now, from what I've been reading and what I've been hearing about this acquisition, Ring of Honor could be turning into AEW's version of NXT. They could be turning this into like a developmental for AEW, which would take care of a lot of folks that they have been either pushing to the wayside or picking up along the way to give them television time. Right. Now, being that this was uh, on, this was previously owned by the Sinclair Broadcasting Company, I don't think that the TV rights were included in this deal. They do have, like, I think it's called, I, I want to, I forget what it's called. It's uh, something HD, Fight, Fight HD or yeah. 
Yeah, something like that. No, no, it's not the fight. It's not the fight. Not fight TV. Yeah. But, yeah, but it's something. But else it's, it's, it's something it. HD, and I'm sure Perry will chime in in a minute. And let me know what net something net HD, something like that. But um, but um, they do have. They still still have a deal with that. They do still have the Honor Club, which is their online streaming thing. Um, they do like the pay per views and the video on demand and all that stuff. So I'm sure all that stuff is come, will come into play. Uh, there's Tony Khan is talking about trying to get um, the library put together so, so that it can, folks can have access to the library. Mm-hmm. Now, this is interesting too because you have Ring of Honor who has just announced that they are having their own Hall of Fame that they're starting up. As a, now they're still talking about having the Super Card of Honor in April, and part of that card is supposed to be them inducting these new members of their their first members, their initial members of their Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. which is the Briscoe Brothers, Samoa Joe, Brian Danielson, and CM Punk. Yep. See where I'm going? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or more specifically, see where Joe's going? Right. Exactly. And he's the only one that's not in the Tony Khan mix. In that right. Exactly. Right now, he's the, the only Briscoes one. Is, by appropriation, <laughs> now uh, very close to FTR. Right. They, they just got a couple of steps closer to FTR with this acquisition. Now, yep. granted, there are no Ring of Honor contracts, period. Either the contracts ended on December 31st, or they're going to or they or they're going to end, I believe, sometime the end of this month. Right. So if they haven't ended already, but I, I, I can't remember if it was March 1st or March 31st. Which is but, smart uh, because but, that means that uh Tony Khan learned from the biggest mistake and WCW as to why certain people couldn't make their way up sooner to the WWE is because why why go? I got a fat contract that's guaranteed. I'm going to ride up my right. contract get a couple more millions. But letting those contracts expire means that there's nothing tying them to the old that you're obligated to as a new guy coming in as an owner. Now, you can negotiate new contracts that will probably have some should you appear on AEW this is what you would get paid should you appear on whatever ROH is going to be airing on, if they're still going to keep some type of TV time that is not tied to cable, then you will have that as well. Because that's a big deal to have the impression of AEW on regular network television. So if you can pop uh, you know, Chris Jericho in a Ring of Honor show that's you know airing at 11 p.m. on your local network, that's a big deal to set up the next pay-per-view for free. Well, actually, Jericho has already kind of thrown his hat into the mix for the Ring of Honor Championship. Yeah. And so I mean, he's already he put out some tweets saying that he was he was looking he was looking to see if he could get that belt to add to his list. And then there's also <laughs> some uh, scuttlebutt about uh, I don't know somebody that recently left AEW. And they was like, oh, he's going WWE. He's going WWE. 
wouldn't be surprised if the whole plan was for him to pull himself away to end up in Ring of Honor and Creative, which is a rumor, or as a performer. Uh, Brandy is still training, you know, to, to wrestle. That could be someplace she goes, and he doesn't end up in WWE at all. But well, let the rumor mill be what kind of swerved the internet. Like you saying, the 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 internet scuttlebutt is that the talks between Cody and WWE have filled have fizzled out. So, right at the announcement time, are we looking? Are we looking at a Shane McMahon situation showing up on the last uh, Nitro ever? Well, saying. Tony did say I own the I own Ring of Honor. <laughs> you don't own oh. Ring of Honor. I Tony, own Ring of Honor. Tony did pull up, you know, on his own show. The uh, there's no Shane here. Why would Shane be there if you're the purchaser? Shane would be at the other promotion. Right. That so, could be, you know, rumors or, or speculation or you know Easter eggs and such. But one thing I will throw in there as well is that for the, almost the last two years, uh, Tony Khan has been taping more matches outside of Elevation and Dark and everything else to build up a strong digital library uh, so he could shop it around. This RH deal is adding to that, and the heavy rumor is that he is in talks with HBO Max for some streaming opportunities. So that would give you RH's library, AEW's early library of matches that they just haven't aired and they're not meant to air on unless there was an emergency and they had to put something together for um, you know Rampage just to have some new content. I mean, there's a crap ton of matches uh, from the Joey Janellas, the Sunny Kisses, uh, and such from you know when they were really pushing all the talent. So um, we have to keep our eyes peeled because that could just pop up by the end of the year, and next thing you know, he's got. Uh, you know, the AEW network or, you know, when you get uh, your HBO Max subscription, you get access to that or he could just put it on um, Pluto TV or wherever else, who knows, uh, some of those other streaming services that are, are showing some older, you know, TNA and, and Impact and Triple and A and all that stuff. So uh, again, now, speaking of stuff that we didn't speaking, even think about last week. Speaking of older matches, the last four the last four shows for Ring of Honor that have come up, they've been talking about this new this Hall of Fame class, and they've actually been showing old matches from these wrestlers. Mm-hmm. So in the Briscoe Brothers show, they they showed their first match where they won their tag team title the first time they won the tag titles, and some other matches. The Brian Danielson match they showed where he unified the pure title and the uh, World title against Nigel McGuinness. Uh, they, they, the Samoa Joe were one. They, they had some good. They had uh, him and um, him. They had him, Samoa Joe and um, I forget the Kobayashi. Mm-hmm. They had the Kobayashi Samoa Joe match and some other matches. They had um, the CM Punk match where they showed some of his matches from the Summer of Punk. So if y'all want to look at, the, want to think, uh, reminisce about some old matches, some old Ring of Honor, and I'm talking about some old Ring of Honor. Yeah. Y'all want to, y'all want to check, go online, go on YouTube and check out the Ring of Honor uh, YouTube channel and check out the last four Ring of Honor shows. 
and check and get and get up and get a look at those because I mean because I mean about two weeks ago I was watching a Briscoe one. Right. So I think they're still showing them on the Sinclair networks. Mm -hmm. So you know you can still see them on there, but if you want to just binge watch them. Because because uh, all of them have already aired, so if you want to binge watch them, you can go on YouTube and you can check them out. But oh, now yeah. I think now now last Wednesday they did after Tony Khan made his announcement, they did have a match between Brian Danielson and Christopher Daniels. Return now for those of you who missed, for those of you who missed the significance of this match. Yes, it was a return of Christopher Daniels after having that eye injury from that uh, uh, that match that retired that uh, match where him and Kazarian wound up breaking up uh, as a tag team. Mm -hmm. But this was the match that was the main event of the first Ring of Honor pay per view. Danielson versus da da Danielson versus Daniels. So that's why they put that match up there and to, to make it bring the significance of the Ring of Honor purchase. Now, there was at one time a three-way rivalry that was just built up and just made all over, that went all over. I mean, it went everywhere. I mean, you had Samoa Joe, yeah, Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, and uh and at that point it was AJ Styles, right? Mm -hmm. But could you imagine Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, and CM Punk picking up that trick, picking up that uh that that three way, mm. or even throwing Danielson in there? I mean, you got a lot oh, of throwback ring of honor. You got a you got a lot of you, actually you have a lot of Ring of Honor alumni on that roster anyway. Yep. Not to mention who 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 you gonna bring who you could bring in from the recent roster or any or anybody from you know any type of uh, history standpoint. Like you got Kobe Carino coming in there every now and again. Could you imagine Steve Carino coming in? I think they got. Uh, I think they got. Um, what's his name? Uh, Jimmy Jacobs is part of their um, roster now, or is in the, is doing producing, or is an agent for them? Could you imagine him bringing back B.J. Whitmer and and start and starting up the uh, Legends of the Fall again? Or now that Cesaro is out, bring back the Kings of Wrestling with Cesaro and Chris Hero. Yep. Oh my God! It, there's so there's so many possibilities of throwbacks that they could bring back for for for, for Ring of Honor to build up, and uh, oh, yeah. I, I I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh, I can't wait to see what Tony does with this. I hope he doesn't fuck this up. I swear. I I hope he doesn't. Yeah, KG's uh, World's Collide pay per view is getting closer and closer with you know Tony Khan loving that Forbidden Door mess closer to close closer and closer to to fruition. So, uh, you know, that's that's two major brands. Throw in some AAA, throw in some New Japan. Man, that's just one super pay-per-view right there. Just waiting to happen. And in and the NWA, you can bring in the NWA yeah. championship, yeah. you know. Uh, you can you, 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 you you open up that door back into uh, 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 Impact. You can bring Impact yeah. over. 
I mean, GCW has already got representation of sorts. Uh, so, you know. Well, you know, Moxley is still their champion. So, Moxley, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he, he's got the potential, if he wanted to, to rival WrestleMania by doing a, a World's Collide-esque uh, type of pay-per-view. That these days, based off of what the booking is for WWE, could eclipse WrestleMania. Period. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they and they could put together a masterful card for two nights with easily ease. With, with ease and go toe to toe. Yeah, no doubt. Surpass, like you said, surpass WrestleMania, especially yeah. especially now that you got <laughs> Pat McAfee's in a match now. We haven't got there yet, but yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> that's like uh, you know just a gang a gang jumping right there, but. Without further ado, somebody told me he was at the back door, still knocking. Uh, so I guess we'll, you know, let him come hang out with. If it's all right with you. Oh, it's yeah. Come on, let bring him on in. Bring him on bring in. Because I'm sure he's got some beef with me right about now. Well, he still technically has a, an opportunity to say something. So, <laughs> welcome to the party. Mm-hmm. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you guys doing? Oh, I'm doing lovely. Wonderful. Take 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 that Carolina jersey off. Hail to the now. And then it got you got the nerve for it to be a Stackhouse jersey. Jerry Stackhouse. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I almost put I almost put on my uh, Lawrence Taylor jersey, but you know I was like, no, nah, it's it's this is basketball appropriate. So let me uh let me bring stat let me bring Jerry on out for you. Let let, let me let me let me say this real quick before we move on into this beef. I have a problem with North Carolina, and I have had one for a few years because of the '93 championship game. I've told this story countless times. My mother's a troll. And she trolled the hell out of me when I was 11 years old. <laughs> and I was a Fab Five fan. I mean, influenced my life, influenced my basketball style, ball head, long black socks, all of that. She bought me a championship shirt after I laid in the floor and cried after that loss. She brings me back a championship shirt that weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wasn't too happy about that. But one thing I can say about North Carolina, if that class of Rasheed Wallace, Jerry Stackhouse, Eric Montrose, all them guys would have stayed one more year. They would have crossed over and played with Antoine Jameson, Vince Carter, Ed Coda, all those guys, Shaman Williams. They would have played with those guys. And that would have been the greatest assembly of talent ever in basketball. I'm sorry. Yeah. But uh, we're not doing a basketball show today. No, uh, we're not. But before you, before you switch off, were you pissed off at Jawan Howard? What he did on that time <laughs> for that time out, <laughs> I was pissed off at everybody. <laughs> I was pissed off at everybody. No, did you see the Did you see the meme that was going around talking about damn if he if he gonna be pissed off about a time out with somebody, he should be pissed off with Chris Webber. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, I was bitter about that for 20, 20 years. Until they came out and they was like, they did a show. You remember uh, the show Five Things on, uh, mm-hmm. I think it was ESPN Plus or ESPN Classic. Oh, yeah. 
five reasons why this never happened. And they did the fact the number one reason, all those banners got taken down because of the Chris Webber scandal. It never happened. That's how I sleep at night. Barely, but that's how I sleep. <laughs> well, you and I, you and I, one of our favorite listeners, uh, Big Raj, have a have a similar issue because he doesn't like Carolina because of the 83 championship. <laughs> <laughs> Georgetown. He's a Georgetown guy. You know, he's like, see, I I can get with Raj because now in my adulthood, I am a Georgetown fan. I've been a Georgetown fan for about, well, shoot, 90. (laughs) The 90s. It was was the late 90s because I never really had a basketball team. I love Georgetown, but I was like, let me go and be a Hoya fan, you know? So I was a John Thompson fan. Where's the book at? Which book? Oh, no, it's not close by anymore. I took it off the table. I took it off the table because the kids put a segue right there for you to be like, here it is. Well, hold hold, hold fast. Uh, Wait, wait, hold hold, hold on. Just just, just talk amongst yourselves. Hold on. Don't go get it. (laughs) (laughs) No, you ain't got to go get it. (laughs) We know you got it. Hey, just go back to some other shows. And he he showed the book then, folks. If you haven't haven't read I Came as a Shadow, the autobiography of John Thompson, you missing a good one right there. And I love me a good book. I love me a good book, and I'm. I think I'm about to sit down and read it again within the next week or so. So, but let's get on because we got things to talk about. I got things to say. So wait a minute. First of all, this is the KG report because you're reporting out, reporting out about uh, Keith Lee's appearance on Talk Is Jericho. But are you also saying that you have beef? Yes, I do have beef. I got beef in that. Oh, shit. Before we get deep into this, okay, just one more thing. For now, now, now that little dance that he done did about three times since we done started tonight. Doesn't he look like Elmo when he does that? <laughs> when he was on I fire. That. Hey, that's a compliment. <laughs> that's a compliment. I'm about to get tickled right now. Oh, no, man. we don't need to see you getting tickled. No, yeah, no, do. no, I don't. No, we don't need to see that. Uh-oh. Now if she got that. Now if the wife got that unicorn and want to pop you upside the head one time, then yeah, we can, we we can, I got time for that. That's that's only on the only fans. You got to subscribe. Yeah, to that. You don't have Twitch, babe. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, let me start off this because my youngest daughter, she went to the store. She bought her dear old dad a Becky Lynch WWE action figure. Oh. Yay. Pre. Oh, and she's so she's so nice. So is that pre this, or post baby? It's got a glare. This is this is a uh, pre baby. Okay, okay. Oops, dropped it. <laughs> Actually, correction. This is a, correction. Is that is that pre whipping by Bianca Belair or post yeah, whipping? Yes, that, that's pre whipping. <laughs> but that is to go with the Sasha Banks that she got me. So, so nice. Uh, oh yeah, you you now, put them together as the last sisters. <laughs> now, let, let, let's get into this. Okay. Keith Lee, he joined uh, Talk is Jericho this week, and he talked about um, his time with WWE and NXT and 
his ha- having three tryouts and things like that. And he, I mean, he went through the, the tryouts and he said his first tryout, Dusty Rose actually came out and just like, you suck. Wow. <laughs> and he said his second trial, because he didn't have any mic skills. He said uh, oh, his boy, J.D. Griffey, got him to do this pretty boy thing where he would walk out with the mirror and the brush. And if anybody w- uh, messed up his waves, he kicked your ass. And it kind of opened him up a little bit. And he talked about that and how when he went back for a second trial, Dusty was like, better. But it was like, yeah, better, but you still suck. So once he finally gets on, he says he didn't have real much TV time. He was doing random matches. He didn't have TV time until they went live. Then you go through this whole thing. And when I say live, I mean NXT comes on TV every Wednesday night. And you go through this thing where Keith Lee, he built built himself up. They built him up. Great. You get to it, and WWE has a, ha- a habit of doing this. When you have somebody that's white hot and over in NXT, when they get called up, they change the gimmick. Mm-hmm. He said uh, after he had his first match, he said he had his first match, he lost the last year. He had his second match, pretty good match with uh, McIntyre. And after that, it was on Raw. Said Vince called him to the back to talk in the middle of Raw. Mm. And he said, hold hold on. I think this is what I think it is. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, Perry. Yes, Lord. Perry. Perry. Yes, Lord. Oh, it's about to be my wallpaper. Yes, Lord. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Lord. (laughs) But uh, mm, shit, this shit got me discombobulated. <laughs> um, okay, oh, wait a minute, hold on. Does it have anything to do with Jordan Grace? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Lord. Yeah. Yes, Lord. Happy birthday, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Keith Lee, he um talked about that, and he says uh Vince wanted to talk to him, and then Vince had this conversation. They wanted to go to Bear Cat, and he was like, I need you to do this. And he was like, well, I work for you. Okay, you want me to do it, I'll do it. But in talking to Vince, Vince said something to him that it made it, it rubbed me the wrong way, let's just say that. That Keith Lee speaks as if he's too good. He's too smart for his own good, was the words. Right. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> so, So, you mean to tell me as this Big black man who can be an animal if need be, but that's not his persona. And Chris Jericho said something that I totally agree with. The personas that get over are your persona 100% just jacked up to level 100. It's you, but it's jacked up to level 100. That's what gets you over because it's you being you. Right. They want to keep him something else. He came in over. Those that knew of him knew he knew he was over. Well, yeah. So and, I mean, you know, he, 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 they wouldn't have had, they wouldn't have had, brought, put him on the roster if he wasn't over already. Exactly. So, I mean, so I mean, what you know? But go ahead. So for Vince to say that, and he was like, they wanted me to talk grimy. That's not his style. That's not and listening to him speak. That's not his cadence. No, it's not. And they talking about his cadence and how he delivers. He's thoughtful how he delivers things. How can you be mad at that? That that man is intelligent. Like listening to him speak, and 
I'm like, I have no problem with that. He's believable. His his persona in wrestling is believable because it's him. But for you to want him to talk grimy, so he's supposed to be like, yo, what's up, son? You know what you that's not him. Just like Jericho said, they wanted uh Luke Harper, Brody Lee, to talk with a southern accent. He was like, dude, I'm from Rochester, New York. The fuck? Mm-hmm. And then Vince don't even like southern accents. So why was so I mean, I'm I'm questioning that. But okay, so here's my take on it. Okay. Now, Keith Lee came in heavily endorsed by Mark Henry. Okay. Both of them Texas boys, you know. Mark Henry put in a word for him and got and they started looking at it. Now, at that time, they didn't have a Mark Henry on the roster. Mm-hmm. They didn't have a Booker T on the roster. They didn't have somebody that came off like a thug or, you know, some type of monster, ghetto monster, whatever, you know, like a Suge Knight type. They didn't right. have that. So that's probably what they were trying to do. They like, okay, well, if Mark is giving him the rub, He's probably make, trying to make him like an heir apparent or, you know, somebody's going to kind of replace, take his place on the roster, you know, as, as that type of as that type of character. But like you said, why would you need that, especially from somebody like Keith Lee? Mm-hmm. If they were going to go after somebody like that, I mean, he had a tag team partner that fit the bill. They should have went after Shane Taylor if they wanted that. Yep. Shane Taylor would have given you that and more. Hell, there's a guy in GCW right now that fits that bill perfectly. And I would love to know, uh, and and Perry, you want to put his name up, that's your boy, A.J. Gray, <laughs> who, who in his last pro, in one of his last promos this past week, uh, he had some type of uh, golden ring, golden ring that he wound up winning in a ladder match that gave him a title shot. He's going after um, John Moxley's belt, so in um, during WrestleCon, uh-huh. and actually called Moxley the N word. the Booker T. He no, but he did not. Booker T did it by by mistake. He called him this in the middle of the ring during a promo <laughs> with no hesitation. Now, see, here's my thing. Now, if that's what you want, there are plenty of them out there. But, but Keith Lee is it's not, not one of them. But here's right. my thing. Here's my thing. Everybody loved Crime Time. Everybody loved Crime Time. I hated the gimmick of Crime Time because I was like, these guys are too talented to be playing this role. The stereotype. I hated it. Playing a stereotype, right. Now, now, see, my thing is, I try not to let my beliefs come in on this show, on any show that I do. I try not to let my beliefs show. But I got to let them show tonight. If you can't deal with an intelligent black man speaking intelligently, speaking thoughtfully, and choosing his words carefully how he delivers them, and taking that much care, you don't want that? Nobody of color should work for you then. Because you don't know how to handle people of color. It's basically what the fuck you're telling me. 
And that really pissed me off to hear him say that because it's kind of hurtful. You got to play into the stereotype. You got to get up there and you got to juggle watermelons and sit there and do a little soft shoe and dance around. No, nah, man, we ain't in that no more. Them days is over. We don't have to play a part just for us to be successful. Something like that coming from Vince McMahon and he didn't want New Jack. He damn sure didn't want New Jack. Now, New Jack was real. New Jack. New Jack was real. You got people that are really real like that, which is cool. That is fine. I'm good with that. But don't go out of your way to be something that you're not. Everybody wants to get a ghetto pass, but nobody wants to live in a fucking ghetto. Everybody want to claim they from Southeast. I'm from Baltimore. I'm from the city. I'm from Baltimore City. Fuck Baltimore County. You want to claim these places. You want to claim all the ghetto hoods, but you scared to walk the fuck around it. Don't claim something you not. Right. Yeah, you, you're in you're this song that girl out that girl got out now talking about College Park ain't Atlanta. Decay yeah. ain't Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> you need to find that's that. Like, but yeah, exactly. That's like uh uh during the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's Atlanta. That, 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 no, that's like during the Super Bowl. Everybody, you know, Snoop and Dre, everybody wanted to get up and make all these TikToks crypt crypt walking and stuff. Hey dog, you know how much disrespect you putting out right now? Yeah. You know how many people are knock your fucking block off for that shit? Well, you can do that in Michigan. <laughs> you can't do that. In, you, it's Crips all over the country, baby. I know, but I'm just saying, you know, they like, you can't do that shit. No way. That shit is mad disrespectful. Yeah. You cannot do that. Everybody want to claim Crip sets that you ain't never walked on. You ain't put in no work to do nothing like that. This is what I mean. You can't be something that you're not. They're asking Keith Lee to be something that he was not. What he was doing at NXT before they called him up, you should have continued that. If you didn't want to continue that, you should have left him down at NXT. Him and Ciampa could have carried NXT. NXT would have never fell off. Keith Lee would never be with AEW. How Rhea Ripley come out with the same gimmick? Unchanged. How uh, Shayna Baszler come out? Same gimmick. Unchanged. Bianca Belair, same gimmick. I know I'm just saying the women, but because we know the men get changed. But, you know, they they leave some people alone. They just just go ahead. Just let them do whatever. But see, that's the thing. We knew we were doomed as soon as he came out. We like bass in his glory. And what the hell is this? Exactly. He was doomed. Wardrobe changed. He he shaved his beard. Like, what what, what is this? You get to hear his new theme song at WWE 2K22. That's fine. That's that's fine. That's that's not fine. fine. It's fine. We should have we should have his old song in there. I shouldn't be listening to that garbage. But I'm 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 gonna say this. I have major beef with Shit. Vince over that. Damn it! Hold on. Damn it! You gotta you gotta let me know when you're gonna say that stuff. Well, like you already now did it. Go, now I gotta get off. Yeah, you don't have to do it again. I mean, all right, that's good enough. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what, now. See, that's where my beef comes in. Listening to. Go ahead. Listening to Keith Lee talk about his time in WWE and to for him to go through what he went through with COVID and the lasting effects of it and then to be released and you try to saddle him with this Bearcat thing that he asking questions like, is it a throwback to Bearcat, right? And then you're telling him not to mention it. You don't want to have anything to do with that. Then what the you're not giving him any type of direction, any direction. But this man just had. A Survivor Series moment, he had a Royal Rumble moment. 
And Chris Jericho said, the moment that you had with Roman Reigns, the moment you had with Brock Lesnar, that writes that storylines that's written all the way down the line for years to come. Back and, and forth. Throw out that moment with um, uh, uh, Adam Cole. Right. The pounce of all the pounds. Yeah, right. And here's my thing. He said, you know, Brock Lesnar, from the stories you hear, Brock Lesnar doesn't talk to anybody. He said Brock Lesnar came out for Roy Rumble was like, okay, yeah, that's what you want to do. Okay. Came out to change the whole script to start tossing people. And he said he was backstage and was like, that's not supposed to happen. That wasn't supposed to happen. That wasn't supposed to happen. He said, okay, I'm going to have to go out here and fight this dude. He said when he walked down the ramp, he said he was in pain because he had to get wrapped up. Undisputed Era had tore his ankle up uh, early in the week. So he had to get taped up and walk out. He said when he walked out, he said that walk down to the ring was as important as the match itself. But the simple fact that Brock was in the ring hyping him up as he came down, he said he did more for me in four seconds than anybody had done for me in the building because he put me over right there. And he said he was going to go in and he was going to fight him. But Brock started communicating and they had the 40 second standoff and then they went at it. But that right there had everybody on Keith Lee's job, which where they were supposed to be. But then you change him to this Bearcat stuff. You don't want him to look at the crowd. You don't want him to do this. You don't want him to communicate. He's trying to communicate. He, you like, you want me to go ham on my opponent, but he doesn't even know what's happening. That's not That's how this game he had, uh, works. He has the power to change the narrative. Keith Lee was positioned just by being himself at the point to where their long-term plans would have had to have changed if he would have stayed and they kept him in the same gimmick. Because that means that Roman is going to have to lose the championship. Brock cool. would have some strong competition, and we may not have it. Lastly, would have to take the back burner. I mean, he could go wherever he wants and do what he wants to do, and if they're trying to leverage at mm -hmm. that point before, you know, COVID was all kind of crazy and stuff, um, the Rock versus Roman mm -hmm. could have shot a, a, you know, put a wrench in that plan. No. Think about this. And I, I hate doing this. God, I hate doing this because I feel like I'm just going back and forth and saying, you know, but back in the good old days, that's it feels like I'm doing every time I say this. But when you go back I to the attitude error, <laughs> you go back to the attitude error and you look at the Intercontinental Championship picture with uh, you had Shamrock, The Rock. No, I'm sorry. You had The Rock, Stone Cold, Triple H. All of them in that mix, but you had other people below them. Those are your three top superstars. You had people below them, too, that were still vying. Your Mark Merrows and things like that. This is beginning mm -hmm. the attitude, but then when they stepped up to the main event level and they all beat for the belt, they all battled for that belt at different times. You can have different feuds going on for one belt. It's been done. You can have different feuds going on for two belts. It's been done. The storylines written and wrote right themselves, and nobody has to take it back burner. Everybody yeah, back can get then, equal. WWE track. was reactionary. Yeah, they were the whole attitude era is reactionary to NWO and but WCW. The thing but is, now that once WCW folded, they went back to the old style of we're planning three, four years out. Mm -mm, Re mm -mm. Remember the whole Sting situation. Yes, yeah. Sting should have won that match, but because they had an alleged plan uh, set up for WrestleMania for The Rock. Triple H had to go over. And then the Rock thing fell through, and now you lost the best opportunity 
for an icon, even though he's in the Hall of Fame, but look where he is now. He doesn't exactly. do that much, but yet he's getting bigger pops and bigger opportunities and a nice check. But let me tell you this. If I tell you the proper way to make French toast, and this is the way we've made it for the last 30 years, this is a successful way at this restaurant, how to make French toast, who the hell are you to come in and tell us to make it a different way? Well, uh, from Vince's perspective, the person that uh, is baking the bread. And you know what? That's the problem. You need to get out of the kitchen right now. Because that's, that's something else Keith Lee said. He said, you know, I used to be, talk to Vince all the time, but now it's like you go to creative and you got to go through this guy, this guy, this guy. I forget the guy he named that got fired. He was doing one. He was doing a job by himself. Not talking about Carano. Yeah, Carano. That's what his name. Yeah. And he was doing a job by himself. When he came back from COVID, he was like, he was gone. And it was another guy in the role. And he had a whole crew underneath of him. But now these writers, you pitching stuff to these writers, they're scared to pitch it in meetings because they're scared to get turned down. That's a problem. No, they're not. They're not. Uh, most of them aren't tied through the business to be. And there, that's right? where the problem you. lies. So let they're, me. Let they're, they're writing. Go ahead, go ahead. One of the smartest things you can do as a leader is have people that are smarter than you around you, so they make you look smart. Right. Because you letting them do their job. They're smarter than you. They know more than you. Let them do their damn job. Well, so if I'm head writer. I'm going to have a Don Rodriguez, a Nubian Sumo. I'm going to have Perry. I'm going to have guys that know more than me and say, hey, we ran this 30 years ago. If we tweak it like this, you know it's going, it's going to go over. Do it. Well, I'm going to make a comparison uh, because I, I get some of what and Vince talked about, uh, some of this stuff on the Pat uh, McAfee show. But um, think about Tyler Perry. How many shows until recently – was he writing solo? All of them, plus movies, because he said, I'm going to write it because I know my audience. And then until recently, the last, what, four or five months, maybe six months or so, he um, started saying, fine, if y'all want me to hire people and have other people write the, the stories and stuff like that for the Oval and Sisters and the, the, the one with the guys, bruh, I think it's bruh, something like that. Um, you know, all those shows, fine, I'll hire some people to start writing. But before that, Tyler Perry was Tyler Perry. I do it all. I'm writing it all. Everything's happening. I'm on a plane or whatever. Four different storylines, everything, just plugging it in because I know what it's supposed to be. Well, but and Kennedy saying the same thing, you know, I understand what this product is supposed to be. Uh, but you got to remember, a lot of people, they criticize the WWE but you have to understand at the end of the day, the WWE, yes, is sports entertainment, but it is a highly produced television show. Let, let, let me say this. That's let me say this. Is. Hold on. It's let me say this. The, the wrestling side, it's more TV than anything. So they produce it like a television show. Let me let me say this. Tyler Perry, his movies, his TV show. I don't like any of his TV. House of Pain, yes. Meet the Browns, yes. The Oval Sisters, all, all the Queens men, all that. Now, I, I don't deal with none of that. Like, I don't want to watch that. Like, it's too much drama. I'm not a drama person. Nah. I mean, Definitely. throw some zombies in there and make it exciting or something. That's They're, they're made for the women. So, of course, you, you're not. I know watch. men that watch that and talk about it just like women. And I'm like, bro, really? You didn't watch Sports Center last night? You didn't watch the game last night? Shut the fuck up. Please stop. Well, but what's the basis? For the women. <laughs> whatever what's the basis 
what's the basis of every Tyler Perry movie? Uh, nine times of ten. But it's nine times man, of ten. Man, man bashing. Man, it's a it's a it's a it's a dude that's mean to his wife. Another dude comes in. What they say? I love me some Jesus. Light skinned dude with cornrows. <laughs> he comes in. He saves day. She want to give him one more chance. He messes up again. So she goes to the light skinned dude to love Jesus. Boom. End of the movie. Yeah, he's trying to he's trying to bring light skinned folks back. But, so, you know, hey. but uh, my thing is, to go on that train. You think it was Tory, and that just messed everything up. Like just ruin. <laughs> yeah, Perry, yeah, Perry. I'm talking about you. <laughs> y'all talk about that on y'all show all the time. You, 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 you and your uh, butterscotch boys and whatnot. Yeah, man. <laughs> let, let, let me say this, and I agree with Perry. Perry saying then they need to, they need better producers. No excuse. This falls in the feet of Vince's old ass. Yes, it does, because you're losing. It was more than one. Uh, 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 why not? Why did I get married? Um, damn, what was the one with uh Shamal Moore? That one. And then uh, Medea's family reunion. Both of those are the same thing. No, no, no. It was the same thing with uh, Why Did I Get Married? Uh, uh, um, uh, Jill Scott. The Jill Scott uh, storyline in that movie, in those movies. Yeah. And for, especially the first one. She got and dogged he, out by an old boy from uh, you know, the yeah. dog yeah. <laughs> skin dude. And then she goes yeah, to Colorado boy. and hooks up with the light skinned sheriff. Yeah, well, he wasn't really light skin. He, he was he was well, a little he bit light. light. He was light, <laughs> hey, he was light enough. Look, let me say let me say <laughs> something about Lamar Rucker. Everybody talk about him in Tyler Perry movies. He'll he will always be Jimmy Ruffin to me because that was the first movie I ever seen him in was The Temptations. He will always be Jimmy Ruffin. I'm sorry. And no, he is not light skin. But he light my enough. thing is, my, my, my thing is everything that you had with Keith Lee, you had greatness right here in your hands and you messed it up you let him walk now you bought the seats he's doing his first ever ladder match tomorrow now you bought to see what you lost i feel no ways about wwe i i'm i'm not even really interested excuse me in the product because it's, it's such trash everything that triple h well let me rephrase that. everything that dusty and triple h has built up in the last 10 years 12 years how long has it been 12 years 13 years mm-hmm. vince is destroyed he destroyed that during the moment of covid when everything could have been rolling during covid because you had great matches during covid at the performance center the thunderdome which I'm sure the People's Choice Don Rodriguez had that idea and still hasn't got paid for it. Oh, I'll never um, get paid for that. Never get you, paid for that. You had all these things and then you ruined it. When you brung up the 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 the, the War Raiders, oh, we got to change them to the Viking Raiders. Why would you change them to the Viking Raiders? They've been the War Raiders all this damn time. It wasn't it wasn't a a a, a political thing to begin with. It was a persona they were playing. Well, that, that it was, was over. Little, that was kind of the uh, the network. And kind that's of, another thing. That. That's another like, thing. If you want this money from me, keep your hands out my daggone pot. Stay out of my fucking kitchen. Let me cook. Because I know what's good. I know what to feed these people. Shut up. Don't come in here and tell me how to cook. Don't come in my kitchen and Can't step on it. my damn toes. 
Don't come in here talking about, oh, let me put some paprika in there. Let me put it. No, get the fuck out of my kitchen. I know what I'm doing. Can't do it. The way the way they got that structure between USA and Fox. Then guess what? Guess what? You should have never signed the Fox deal because that's when everything really started going downhill when you signed the Fox deal. You should have stayed jazz on TNN and shut the hell up. No, TNN, you crazy. Don't you talk to, don't you put that on Them bitches. Them Call that ball but see, okay, then you should have you should you should have never signed a deal with Fox. You should have never signed a deal with Peacock. You should have kept had, the network. They had more leeway with USA because USA is you know grandfathered into the WWE, you know, and and how they could be added to there or not. But yeah, it was Fox that put a little bit more stringent stuff, and then you know people started getting putting hearted out in the world. And man, you can't say this, you can't say that. And and, and see, you know what? That's another now, problem. That's AEW another problem hit all the way. Very soon. So don't, don't think that they're exempt just because no. you're over there in, in old school Ted Turner land. No, no. Trust me. Let, let, me, let me say this and then I'm done. Ball. Let me say this and then I'm done. That's a problem that we have now as a whole. You can't say this. You can't say that. You, you, you can't do this. You want to pull up stuff. Like I seen somebody pull up something for uh, that The Rock said back during the Attitude Era. And I'm like, your point being? I've seen more offensive stuff that happened during the Attitude Era. I've seen DX in blackface. Like, come on now. Oh, well, you know, you got to cancel this guy and cancel that guy because he said this and he said that. Man, if you don't sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up. Like, when do when do we become so soft as human beings that you can't say anything? You can't call anybody out and say, hey, I didn't like that you did this movie. Not because of something you said, but it was just a terrible movie. Oh, it's you're shaming people. It's huh? twofold. The first half is parenting because they started letting the kids, uh, as a majority, have a say. Mm. And two, it's social media. The moment <laughs> big companies listen to the, the masses and change something, and they realize, oh, wait, we've got power that if we say enough of this, they're going to have to change this. If the the ending of a movie is supposed to be that way or, you know, uh, one of the biggest things is a video game Mass Effect. And, you know, they had to change uh, or think about changing the ending when they remastered it because people got mad at how they chose to end their game. Like, we wrote the game, we programmed the game, we paid people to make the game. How are you going to tell us what to do with the game? You've been playing before, but now you're not happy with the ending, so y'all need to change it if you remaster it. Well, okay. well. How about this? When that, when that happened, then social media got too much power. Okay, but how about this? To it, how about you use that power for good? Because we had something happen this week. We had something happy this week. And it didn't make sense to me. But social media hasn't said anything about it to make it change. You see what I'm saying? The All the officers that was involved in Breonna Taylor's shooting all got off. Nobody's being held accountable for her shooting. But why isn't social media saying anything? You have a small percentage saying something about these these animals that shot blindly into a woman's house and killed her while she slept. But I can't say anything to you. I can't say certain words because I'm hurting somebody's feelings, but somebody lost their life and we ain't going to say nothing? It's deflecting. We're going to deflect away from that onto uh, the Ukraine. We're going to deflect away from that onto the confirmation of the Supreme Court justice. That they're asking for her LSAT scores, which means nothing based off of how she graduated. 
uh, mm. magna cum laude and all that stuff. So we're just going to take those things and just change your mind. But at the same time, if you're paying attention to the Ukraine, uh, they're racist as hell because they're not going to let the black, Asian, brown people leave the Ukraine. Uh, but they're going to be like, hey, here's some guns. Go fight for us. No, yeah. I'm going to fight for you for You're not going to let me exit. <laughs> I, I, that's that's another thing, you know. It's like, it's, hand. it's like, hey, look at my right hand, but my whole time my left hand's going in your pocket. I ain't got yep. time for that, man. I paid. Let me tell you something, and I tell the boss BJ this all the time. Whenever something big happens, I say, go, go. Let's go to Twitter. Let's find out what else is going on. Let's start looking at the news because something else is being is distracting us to look at this and when not look at something else. And it happens right. like that every time. Every right. time they do it all the time. Yeah, controversy creates cash. War or the talk of war, the thought of war, changes the narrative. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, come on now. We got so many sources to get gasoline from, but gas has gone up to four dollars because oh, well, Russia's one of the biggest importers. I mean, the exporters of gasoline. But we got so many damn sources. I, man, you know what? This is getting too political. Let me get the hell out of here. Y'all finish the show because I'm about to go the hell uh, off, man. Were we just in Jetta? <laughs> Don't you know somebody that could be like, hey, Vince? Why are you over there? Can you talk to him about some extra barrels of oil? <laughs> like you're putting on a major pay per view. And they paying you and what Perry calls blood money. And you talking about gas. Man, let me get the hell out of here. Y'all, hey man, y'all have a rest of the good show. I gotta go because I need to calm down because I'm getting ready to go off. And if I go off, we're gonna get taken off the air. I got to go, man. No, no, you here now. You here now. I, I got to go. No, you ain't leaving no, over. You ain't got to go. I got to go, man. I got to go. That hot pocket away for you. <laughs> and it, it ain't hot pockets tonight. It's sloppy Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you and the wife call it? <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, we, actually, you want to be technical. Actually, we call it watching TV. Oh, man. I, we call it twerking. Hmm. Call it practicing, too. No, no, don't get me. My mom on here. Don't you get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. Trust me. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, just practice. Um, that get me in trouble. Man, uh, you better come on, dog, because I look. I'm already hot. I'm sitting here. I'm waiting, man. Just let it loose. Let loose the juice. I can't because it's not oh. wrestling related, and I'm so, I'm so pissed off about so much stuff, and WWE is trash, and what they doing to people is trash, and oh my god, I need a hug. Tell me what started this whole problem, KG. Vince McMahon like listening to the fan base. Vince McMahon not reading the room. Writers being too scared to speak up. Was it that time you know, that uh, BJ beat you in WWF No Mercy? Uh, BJ never beat me in that. I'm trying to help him out, man. Dang, I know no. that. I'm now trying to help him out. No, BJ BJ has beat me in we had the original SmackDown. That's we yeah. SmackDown and SmackDown too. He's beat me in those, but our uh we had a ladder match. I won my belt and I had 30 days to defend it and I chose not to. So yeah. So wait a minute, hold on. You just chose not to defend the title? Did you get stripped? Well, I his girlfriend at the time wound up beating me for it, and then I wound up beating her to get it back, and then he beat me in another ladder match because he had to set a stipulation so he could win. Like, you know, don't knock me out the ring and then go grab the ladder. We got to actually have a match for five minutes at least. 
to 10 minutes before you can go for a ladder. I'm like, dog, I'm going to knock you out well, with a chair, and then I'm going to get the ladder. Get you with the European rules? <laughs> Bullshit. Moving right along, man. Yeah, those are Marquis of Queen Bear, Queen's Bear rules or something. What's going on with that? Hey, man. Back in the day, boy, there was some talk about some beefs. Shoot. But, you know, I was just to let y'all know, I was also uh, zone homesick this week. Just wanted to let y'all know that, man. I was having some thoughts back in the day. It's like, man, walking upstairs in the, in the ATL. As you walk up there, that was Timberly at the, Timberly at the uh, at the greeting position. James Lafonte or Barry over there at the uh, uh, the starting line. That's some good old times. Good old times. Or DC, you know, the, the many times the ladder became involved. Or just looking down at the fools, you know, trying to do the rock and falling from the top part. As soon as you walk, you're just looking down like, damn, he ain't gonna make it. As soon as that thing starts tilting, we know how that's going to go. Or the drunk women on jump zone. Like, mm. after you tell them and you hook them up, <clears throat> careful, the floor going to drop. What'd you say, boo? Ah! I got Charlie Batch like that one time. Really? Yeah. He, I, I got them all hooked up and everything. And I was like, all right. I was like, you ready? He said, yeah. I said, all right, I need you to stand straight up for me. He stood up. I said, uh, on the count of three. One, two, say goodbye to your football career, and I hit the button in the floor. He's oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Man, those were good old days. I also remember the day that uh, I had to save uh, this guy. Uh, he was the um, uh, uh, one of the, the restaurant managers, Ed, from getting beat down by Lavar Arrington uh, because he just wanted to be a dick and not comp his meal. And then I had to walk over. I mean, when I say Laval was about to beat his short little white guy, and he's trying to buck up against big tall Laval Arrington, I'm like, Ed, I got this. You know we're gonna pay for this, Laval, right? All right, then. Y'all have a good night. <laughs> like that's when he was dating Serena at the same time too. And I'm like, Ed, what the hell is wrong with you? But he was just hired in. Like, yeah, athlete, you comp the meal. Period. Don't ask no questions. Comp the meal and move on. But you know, I just want to let y'all know I was homesick. Every time I walk into a Dave and Buster's and I shake my head and say, "What the hell is this place?" We weren't trained to, to run a place like this. No, like this is just terrible. Like it's too loud in here. You can't hear anybody. You got a long line right as soon as you walk in the door. You got people on cell phones not paying attention to guests. I'm like, oh my god, where's your manager? Ain't nobody cleaning the games. No, oh, no, games sticky and dirty. People like James. Over by, uh, you know, over by uh, Harley Davidson. Nobody got that going track. Don't think I forgot, James. You know you was there. See? Mm, 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 mm. No denying. <coughs> so, gentlemen, any hey, last Mike, Vick, Mike, Vick, Mike Vick still owes me money from uh, NBA tonight. Shoot, Carmen Electra owes me something from letting her come in. Right when he was about to lock everything down and piss. Banging on the daggone door downstairs. Let me in! Let me in! Like, what do you want? I gotta pee! Did you cup your hands? Huh? (laughs) (laughs) You put that on me, Ricky Bobby. I know you ain't talking. Give me a cup! I'm putting this on eBay! (laughs) We we, we know you got a fetish. 
Don't worry about it. We know you got a fetish. Talk. You still say that Jordan pissed Skittles. I know you had your hands out the past couple nights. I, I ain't said. I said? have not said. Oh wait, wait till we, wait till wait till we wait till we get off this show and he gets and he gets back on that picture he just got. Uh, <laughs> man, I ain't got to wait. Shoot, my phone's sitting right here. <laughs> now nah, I'm talking about the I'm talking about the Vaseline and the Kleenex is gonna be in. I don't need all that, baby. No, I, remember I don't need all that. Me, what y'all call it again? Uh, uh, having chili or something? What'd you say? I got one wife, a mistress, and a girlfriend. Come on now, don't play with me. <laughs> now you need to clean it up and say they all the same person. If that's that were true, that's what I was. Saying. That's that's because so, you get in trouble. The wife to the same person. You ain't no damn way. <laughs> oh, they're, they're so sensitive. That's what's wrong somebody with the wife right now. Somebody about to get in trouble. <laughs> I'm about to sound like. Grab uh, a unicorn. Get the unicorn. <laughs> hmm. Hey man, sometimes you just gotta lay it down. If I lay it lay down, down. Lay it down. Y'all something Fall in love. <laughs> Put your hat on the floor. Hey, wrap this shit up, B. It's been wrapped it up the whole time. I said James in the show. You ain't said that about no end the show, James. You ain't I said anything that came out your mouth. In the show. Hey KG, you ain't told nobody how to get how to find us and whatnot in a while. Go ahead and tell them. Well, you can find us on Anchor. Pod Bean, Pod Chaser, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, uh, Google Play. If you still have that and your phone is still running, you are awesome. Um, are, we still in the metaverse? are we in the metaverse yet? No. No. But you can uh, also we got catch the works, though, right? Yeah, we got a lot in the works because we bought to do a lot of videos. Of course, this little girl wants ice. She wants ice while I'm trying to wrap this up. All right, I gotta go wrap this up, B. Um, you can catch us on Instagram at Sideline Junkies, Twitter, Sideline Junkies, uh, Facebook, Sideline Junkies, Colon Podcast, uh, Sideline Junkies 24-7. Um, shout out to Emmett Smith for liking the post about himself today on Instagram. Uh, one of the all-time greats, cowboy and that, but still a great. Uh, you can also catch us weekly. On Sundays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and of course, right here on Saturdays. So, you know, we do live shows all week long. And soon to be one day on Friday for SmackDown yeah. in the Hall of Fame. Well, you know, we, we got we got things to do. And then, you know, we got WrestleMania coming up. We got pay-per-views. And we try to we try to be all-inclusive and do everything around this piece. Yeah, we don't have any picks for tomorrow. So we got to talk about tomorrow next week. Yeah, that was a plan. Just in case something happens, you know, I'd rather uh, us talk about it organically next week. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for hanging out with us. James is drunk and high and everything else. KG is going to eat. Um, what? Indeed, I am. <laughs> so, diversify your bonds. Kanichi, mm. my bitches. Make sure you put some mumbo sauce on that too. No need, cause see, look after you do it, then you put your mask on, then you like, nah, I'm going ahead and go home. 
I'm just going to hit the button now. That, that's some freaky shit right there. Is it at least the N95 mask? Make sure you, you know. Oh, yeah. You got to make sure don't nothing get out. Oh, get you a gas No, it's going to be the side. It's going to be the sideline junkies mask. See, all this right here, this is cultivated for a reason. Hey, James, we, we need to hook him up, Michael James, get one of those gas masks. <laughs> right? We <laughs> hot box it. Yeah, boy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, man, I thought I was interested. Like, what the fuck is you doing? Oh, sorry. I said it out loud. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> we out. <laughs>